To talking about the D, the DCOM podcast, where we watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch for the first time and see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keane, and as always, I have my co-host Lizzie Gurman here. Hi, Lizzie. Hey, Emily. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We have a returning guest. How how many times has it been now, Rob? Like, I believe this is the my third time. No, third time. No, it's more than that. It's How's way it more than that. <laughs> it might be okay. the fourth. Let's think. Luck of the Irish. Yes. Can of Worms. Yes. Yeah. Smart House. And Don't Look Under the Bed. So this is actually my this fifth. This is your fifth time! Wow. Yay! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Five, five time a club. Well, so we have uh, Rob Smith joining us for the fifth time to do uh, the... DCOM classic Alley Cat Strike. Yep. <laughs> and I'd like to just begin by apologizing. <laughs> uh, what for? What for? I kind of picked this one. Um, I just said if you guys were going to do this one, uh, let me do it because, you know, I remember it so vividly. Mm-hmm. I think I've only seen the last 10 minutes of this one. <laughs> And I filled, like, from that, those 10 minutes, like, I guess my brain filled in the first, I don't know, 60 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, Max Keebler's big move or something, like, a similar <laughs> movie to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, so I was very lost throughout the vast majority of this film. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Keen, do you have a, a rebuttal? <laughs> uh, no, that was we we watched it together, mm-hmm. and yes, about half an hour in, Rob was like, "I don't remember this movie." Yeah, yeah. And I pointed out that he was adamant that he be the one to do this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Rob, tell me what you did remember then. Uh, the only things that I remembered were, uh, I believe her name's Delia. Delia's, like, weird, like, spin bowl yep. at the end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, the jackets that had the alley cat on the back of them. That, yeah. That was my full memory of this So film. literally the last <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I also realized as we were doing this, I was also enthusiastic, but um, I kind of took uh, stock of myself before I started and, you know, realized that I also remembered the seven ten split. Um, and that really inspired in me like an interest in bowling um, <laughs> that didn't really go anywhere. But for a while, you know, it's quite popular in the in America to have um, birthday parties at bowling alleys, and uh, it's yeah, the for same a while I was pretty excited. Or, Is it okay? It that's was. great to it's know cer- that. It certainly was in two thousand. I don't know if the kids still go, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think this was like almost like an ad for bowling, but <laughs> I'm like. It's okay if bowling is fun, but it's not okay to be a bowler. Hmm. So, like, there, there's a, there's like a message here that was like, right. 
bowling for fun versus your entire life is about bowling. Mm-hmm. And I guess the toxicity of having your entire life be about bowling. <laughs> which, which applies to very few people in the real world. Yeah. Let's go back, and normally I do kind of a little um, rundown, but I kind yeah. of want Rob to do it. Oh, Rob, you want to give us a summary? Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, there's a rivalry between two towns, East Appleton and West Appleton. Uh, they're fighting over which town gets a trophy called the Great Apple. <laughs> and uh, normally it would be decided by this final basketball game where we have um, a character, Todd. He's the star of the basketball team. And it would be decided then and there. Unfortunately, that game is a tie. So they need to have a tiebreaker game, but it's from like a not basketball, from like just whatever sport they both agree on. And it happens to be bowling because both mm -hmm. of these schools have bowling teams or bowling clubs. And then we're introduced to four troubled, um, antisocial <laughs> children uh, who, honestly, I think Todd saves them from whatever they're going through. From themselves. Uh, from <laughs> themselves. Yeah, the, the leader of this uh, group of rugrats is uh, Alex, and his father owns a bowling alley, and uh, the four of them are obsessed with the 50s and obsessed with bowling, even though one of them doesn't really bowl. Mm -hmm. She's just like a physics nerd. Mm -hmm. And anyway, uh, as a joke, some deus ex machina thing, Todd has been Todd is technically on the bowling team, so he gets to participate in this tiebreaker I think match. he just signed up to every sport at the beginning of the year. I think they have a scene where one of Todd's friends was like, oh, we signed you up at the beginning of the year as a joke. Oh, okay. I missed mm -hmm. that. You know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really doesn't. <laughs> the, the long story short, the long story short is uh, the West Appleton wins the tiebreaker uh, with the most physics-defying, not <laughs> actual bowling, bowling move. And then they decide to be cool and not... Because the schools are then going to combine into a single school, and they were going to take the West Appleton name, but the kids are like, oh, no, let's be, you know, magnanimous and make it just Appleton Central Junior High or whatever. Which, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but last time I checked, the mayor of a town does not get to name the schools. Like, is that is that a thing? <laughs> well, yeah, also, like, I feel like even if, like, they're not the heads of the school board or, like, the district or whatever, I feel like there's a lot more bureaucracy that decides this and not a bowling match. And... And the kids also choose a name that is exactly what those that bureaucracy would have chosen, which is Appleton Central, like, or yeah. just Appleton Junior High is what they would have picked, something like that. Yeah, there are it's... no stakes in this movie. 
I I have to say really quickly, thank you, Rob, for saying that. Like, I am so fucking bored. <laughs> like, I can't believe I can't like I did skim the Wikipedia article before because I was like, what? I was actually starting to look at doing Instagram posts and I was trying to get a jump on it. And so I skimmed the Wikipedia article and I was like, holy shit. Like, what is this movie? This is like, yeah. especially because, Rob, I just listened to Luck of the Irish and it's so much fun and we have so much like energy and <laughs> there's so much to talk about in that movie. Like, that, it really. The, that movie has a plot. <laughs> And yeah. characters. <laughs> the, the DCOMs have really beaten us down by this point. We are so, we have fallen so far, it's remarkable. Like, it shocked even me, and I've been here the whole time. <laughs> um, What's crazy is the director of this movie directed Teen Wolf, which is an actual good cult classic film. I believe uh-huh. he also directed Quince. Um, oh, which, no. Which is atrocious. Oh, <laughs> like, no. So. That's a bummer. Yeah, so it's um, T- Rod Wolf Daniel. Was his peak. Went down mm-hmm. from there. <laughs> How did yeah, he I guess get? It did peak early? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, he uh, yeah. he did Home Alone four and uh, Beethoven's second and a lot of other things Oof. that you guys. Anyway, but that is a bummer because Quince is kind of the same situation. Which, which yeah, is like, there's why do I care? Like, I no, am not... No stakes, very little plot. It's astonishing that they got an hour and a half out of this. Like, yeah, just milking, milking it for everything it was, it's worth. Which is a real shame, because honestly, the basic premise is a really great movie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a two-school rivalry, and they have to break it with the uh, bowling team so the star from the school has to go play on the bowling team and they clash and that's and like a, that's a crazy thing right that like how do they the, the way they shoehorn bowling into this otherwise what what appears to be a basketball movie i was gonna say we got our basketball we sure did we sure did although that despite that note. <laughs> yeah <laughs> despite that uh, they make a lot of baseball references in this movie. <laughs> For a movie that's about bowling and has a kid that plays basketball, they make ex- almost exclusively baseball references when talking about things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and they talk about, like, Todd and... Uh, what is this? Todd and Alex's fathers, individual fathers, were on, were on the baseball, baseball team. high school baseball team together. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, it should have been uh, a baseball game that the movie opens with. Oh, sorry, gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like that would make a whole lot more sense. Also, just, like, they're in junior high. Like, what what do we think they're meant to be? Like, eighth grade or something? Yeah. It's always they... eighth grade, especially in the early movies. yeah. Um, which honestly, they seemed older than that, but that seems yep. to be what they're going for. But are you telling me that these two towns hang their entire, like, like the whole year hangs on a competition <laughs> that is fought by eighth graders? Like, <laughs> That's always how it is. That's always how it is. I'm so, I mean, so many I tropes. mean, if they were in high school, I could understand a little bit more, but like, this yeah. is... 
they're like 13 years old. Yeah, <laughs> they're babies. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. The people who run the town, at that point in their lives, they've given up and they're living vicariously through their children. Mm-hmm. Which is well, why this... it's way more important to the parents than it is to the actual kids. I mean, I, I was saying this to Rama while watching it. It's... It seems like this is the only thing that people do in this town because nobody apparently goes to the bowling alley, even though it's a very <laughs> small town and I don't see any other forms of entertainment there. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone just hangs out at Tony's lasagna. Tony's lasagna that also makes pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an Italian. <laughs> it's we, a general. We had to pause. No, we, we'll show you here. I'm going to put it on the... I'm going to show you, Lizzie. Okay. So, I took a picture. It okay. says, Tony's Tony. lasagna heaven, try my pizza. And Tony <laughs> is holding a pizza. So why is it lasagna heaven, Tony, if you're holding a pizza? <laughs> well, the pizza is just like... That's not the main selling point. The selling point is the lasagna. So why isn't he holding a piece of lasagna? Like, He's trying no to diversify. Sense. I don't... So they should try his pizza? Like, this is just terrible branding all around. Like, all around. I don't know. You know who has great branding is Sweet Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. We should, let's... Yeah, I think we need to go... I don't know we where go... we need to go back to, but... But <laughs> let's Some, let's somewhere. start let's start with the bowling kids. So they Yeah. Yes. Let's introduce four yes. kids, right? Yeah, four yes. kids who all dress like it's the fifties and spend all of their time bowling and think do that they anyone... all dress like it's the fifties or just No they noticeably... do Okay. Okay. They all dress Sorry. like it's the fifties. Mm-hmm. The other one would maybe be Delia, but Right, that's. She, I guess that's why I was like... But I yeah. feel like she still does. She's just a slightly different style. Um, yeah, that's, but yeah, that's fair. They, they dress like it's the 50s. They only listen to, like, 50s uh, jazz music, I guess? The, whatever, it's big, big band... <laughs> big band stuff, although honestly, the stuff that. they were listening to, I would probably say was more 1940s, but... That's just being nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, mm-hmm. um, and then they proceed to act like everyone else is weird for not thinking it's the 50s. Um, to the point that in the first few minutes of this movie, I was like, is this set in the 50s? I'm really confused. Like, Yeah, well, the, the beginning of the uh, film is quite... Made it made me laugh anyway when it's like everybody's like so excited. <laughs> Go to the bowling alley. <laughs> They're just like having the time of their life, like throwing their hands over each other's shoulders, just like so excited to do their little hobby. And it was weird to me. I don't know. Well, it, yeah, it, it was very weird. Yeah, it's more of like almost like a cult type. Yeah, like. You're not allowed to have a life outside of the bowling club. Mm-hmm. No, that's the Which only becomes... thing they have, except for Delia, who does computers, I guess. Um, <laughs> right. But, like, that's that's their entire identity, is they're the bowling kids. And I'm just like, these, these kids don't exist. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I was, yeah, like, as soon as, like, I, you know, had enough screen time with them, like, I felt like I'm worried about these kids. (laughs) Yeah. I the I think these kids need some kind of help. I don't know if they've had some kind of trauma. I <laughs> some and that I I couldn't really like I wasn't then interested in their characters cuz I'm just like, "Oh no, I I need some adult needs to help these children and <laughs> get them back into the real world." It definitely yeah. didn't help that the writing and performances were terrible, particularly from the kid that played Alex like could not have had a drier performance with that kid. Yeah. I, uh, <sighs> but we get a young Kaylee Cuoco, so. We do have Kaylee Cuoco, mm-hmm. and she was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yep. we didn't get that much of her. Like, nope. nope. Zero character development. Underused, um, I mean, even person. the characters that had character development didn't really have any character development. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> extremely one-dimensional in this, but yeah. I'm not even sure because, that she had a dimension. Like, if this was a normal movie, Todd would be the one that's having the character development, but he didn't. He just turned Alex onto his side, like, <laughs> which is not... Right. Yeah, not I was going to really... say, like, who is, who is the main character? Who I think Rob made a pretty good, like, argument for it being uh, Todd, yeah, well, that's what it should be. It should be the fish-out-of-water character who mm-hmm. has to change in order to fit in with the bowling team and right. win the tournament. Right. But instead, it was the head of the bowling team enjoys hanging out with the cool kid and ditches his friends, which didn't make any sense. There's <laughs> no... Yeah, yeah. I think, like, how do you make that work in this world where, I guess, like... Did did they need to? Uh, is it is it the fact that the characters are so weak that it's like we don't really care what happens to Alex? Like, you're telling me that he's sacrificing his friendship with his bowling friends, but it's so weird that they're so like bowling is a hard thing to hook into. Yeah. So that's uh, we already are kind of like yeah, I see kind of why it's cool, but. It's like this group of this isn't like a group that I would necessarily want to hang out with. So I'm not really able to like it doesn't really hold stakes for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it would. Honestly, they needed to do a little bit like Brink where. Mm, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where Alex like because in the as soon as we get into it, Alex seems like he doesn't want the bowling alley to become more popular. Right. Even though it's right. it's clear that nobody comes there, so how has it not already gone under? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, if it was the opposite, if if he was like, yes, we should definitely do this, this is great, because this will help my dad get money for his bowling alley, and that is the reason why he starts hanging out more with Todd. Like, that's his motivation, and then... Yeah. And then yeah. he gets to the point where he's like, actually, I just enjoyed hanging out with the cool kids, like... Right, you know? right. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is really like an underdeveloped brink, isn't it? Very much so. And well, not yeah. with a, like- and not with a cool thing like rollerblading, you know. Right, like- <laughs> which is like inherently like very telegenic, like makes a very makes for a very good. You can have a race. They have, there are multiple races yes. in that movie. Bowling and- is just not doesn't have the star power that, that I mean you in like skating does. You can give it the stakes, but they haven't they didn't they didn't follow any like 
sports movie tropes. Right. It it didn't even follow film structure in general. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, there there is no antagonist in this film. Yes, exactly. Right. You would think that it would be uh, East Appleton, the rival school, but we never see them. We see them in maybe two scenes. Like one scene maybe in the middle and then one scene at at the very end. Yeah, if it, but, if it was the other way around, that East Appleton was the one to come and spy on West Appleton, and then, like, they were trying to fuck up their relationships, mm-hmm. that that would have been way more yep. interesting. Yep, yep, that's what happens in Brink, to some extent. Yep. It's, there's, like, subterfuge. You know, I guess that's kind of... I haven't listened to our Quince episode in a long time, but that's pretty much the issue with Quince, too. There's no antagonist. Um, she's yeah. her own worst enemy. Like, her... There's an internal struggle that she's going through, but it's not, like... As yeah, a ten which... year old, like, do you want to watch that? Not really. Yeah, like no. one one big sister struggled to accept her growing family and her place in the world is like a bit. No, the in- internal like you are your own worst enemy thing only works for adult uh, content. Like not yeah not children's content where no because that's too that's too big. You're you're not thinking that philosophically yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you're also the... like babies no no thank you it's kind of like the bowling is a step up from babies oh yeah when i I don't don't want to watch babies like even even the big like movies i could think of where a baby is a main character those movies are for adults like Mm -hmm. like look who's talking those are comedies for adults because adults Mm -hmm. find babies funny kids yeah kids i'm like i don't want to fucking watch a baby like (laughs) (laughs) it's too close to life potentially but it's Sorry, also just Rob. like it's not that that's not your life, you know, when you're a yeah. ten year old. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this has the no, it's fine. This has actually given me a lot to think about because in Quince, I don't really remember the plot of that a whole lot. Did that, there did, is no plot, there, Rob? There is there's no, no plot to remember. <laughs> there's just things that happen. Like, yeah. Is, it's is just there any kind of an arc though? Because it sounds like it's uh, you. Keen, you said, you know, it's a girl and she needs to accept that her family has gotten larger. Like, does she, I guess, accept that in the end, at least? Kind yeah, of? I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, she, she has a thing where she's... But there's kind no of like obstacles Tommy... to get there, is the No, problem. it's it's just like... her own, like, yeah, exactly. There's no, because it's not a thing that can have obstacles. It's just her coming around to the yeah. fact that she's not an only child and that she's has these babies to contend with, which she actually, like... It kind of steps up to the plate really well in the movie. Like if it had been me, because I am an only child, and my mom had had a bunch of five, how many, six, quints, five, five, five. kids when I was twelve, it would have ruined my life. I mean, I would have had a meltdown. The fact that oh, she 100%. like, <laughs> yeah, the fact that she, it's kind of weird because she, she, they, I'm not they an don't, only when, child, and if that had happened <laughs> when I was twelve too, like, yeah, I'm sure it's the same for you, Rob. Like if. If you were 12 and your parents suddenly had five more babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yes. in any situation like that. But I feel like even that, it's... Yeah, like, we we can all understand how, you know, insane that would be if that happened to us. Mm-hmm. But, and at least, you know, like, you... With that character, I'm assuming she does, you know, eventually learn to accept it. And, you know, yes. like yes, Lizzie, exactly. you said, yes. step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Every character in Alley Cat Strike is exactly the same at the end of the movie as they were at the beginning. Yep. yep. Except that I guess 
uh, I keep forgetting his name, Alex. I guess Alex has sunglasses now. But yeah. <laughs> and, and he no longer dresses like it's the fifties. He wears sweaters, like yeah. yeah. But yeah. and and Nike shoes. That's two movies in a row where we have a main character get a pair of brand new like Air Jordan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like fantastic. I mean, they they obviously had their hooks in Disney. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> yep, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make for a very compelling like. I wonder if if Disney was like partly with these early decoms, they were hitting it out of the park with the high concept ones and then the lower concept ones. They were like, we don't have to do as much like with Quince. Uh, we don't have to do as much like even with the, the script, which is not true. But I can't help but feel like they were trying to get away with. I'm sure like, that it was a bit of a decom factory of we we yeah. need a movie at this time. What's the cheapest to shoot? This is a very cheap movie to shoot. Like mm-hmm. they, yeah. they're just in this little town. It's mostly in one bowling alley. Like there's yep. not not a lot of locations. So and yeah, even sh- even te- cheaper than Quince because babies can be expensive. Yeah, and that probably had some special effects. Whereas I don't know that other than the bowling ball at the end, there's not really anything. And that wasn't really special effects. They would have just spun a bowling ball and then filmed it. Yeah, and, that was practical. And they just cut it in pieces. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The whole budget went to Sweet Lou. (laughs) Sweet Lou. They say his name about 50 times. (laughs) I think Rob Rob said if you did a a drinking game every time they say Sweet Lou, like, you'd be dead by the end of this movie. That's the only way to watch this movie, perhaps. Probably, probably. With uh, the Sweet Lou drinking game. I think... I'm starting to wonder, like, maybe I have seen the entire movie, but it was just so, there was nothing there, there was no plot that my brain, in order to form a memory of it, had to completely, like, rewrite it, or, like, yes. yeah. recreate it. Well, you remembered the things. most exciting part of the whole movie, which is yes. the spinning, spinning bowling ball at the end, like... The, the yeah. rest of it is just a fever dream. <laughs> yes. like, not even a good one. Not even my own fever dream. Someone else's fever yeah, dream. It's... it's just like... It's it's so frustrating to watch because... Honestly, I would have been into a bunch of kids that like dressing up like the 50s and bowling all the time. Mm-hmm. If this movie had just had a little more substance with it. like it's It's like... It's almost like an algorithm. They were like, what's working in these other movies? Uh, rivalries you know, uh, a jock, basketball, and then they kind of, sports, and then they tried to make it work. Maybe they already had a bowling thing and they tried to shoehorn it into this. And the result is a, what is obviously a mishmash with all of these disparate elements, but nothing that anyone really cares about because you actually care about like, at the end of the day, I know it must be hard for some people who write for kids to believe, but kids actually respond to, obviously they respond to tense situations, but only when there's like a character that they care about. Like you have to, you, I, yeah, we only remember the spinning bowling ball because that's the only thing to hook into in this whole movie, which is crazy. It's a, a, an hour, you know, it's. The it's movie is an hour long. and 27 minutes long. Yeah. And, and that is in the last 10 minutes. So yeah. you got to watch an 
what, an hour and 20 minutes-ish of mm-hmm. stuff before you see anything that was interesting. <laughs> and then after that, it's like no um, tie-up, you know, nothing to really like hum tap your toes to <laughs> to, to yeah. go home um well then after that they do the classic uh music just start come comes in from nowhere and everybody's dancing to it and it makes no sense <laughs> again just like an element that they pulled yep they were like what do people like you know like a bollywood <laughs> dance number at the end okay we'll basically do that i'm trying to think if there's like emily we've seen now like almost 40 of these bummer uh <laughs> huge bummer um but closer to 30 i guess if you count our theatrical releases but like quince is really i guess the only one that i can think of that's like that's like disappointing you know what i mean like pixel perfect isn't good but it's fun to watch because it's like you can watch it with your friends and be like holy shit like this is a crazy movie this this one's kind of like quince or how how would you care how would you guys characterize uh, how you feel about this i would absolutely say disappointing just okay because if in order i have to force myself to have any kind of emotion <laughs> like directed at this movie but it would have to be disappointment because <laughs> i wanted to watch a movie and i got i got people talking about Sweet Lou and eating at <laughs> Tony's lasagna. Tony's yeah. lasagna, try out pizza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was... We should probably mention Sweet Lou is a a sports announcer. This is, we have not said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, meant to, I meant to, like, prompt someone to, to say that. Sweet yeah, Lou okay. is, is the infamous sports announcer... Who apparently only covers like middle school sports, though. But um, in yeah, this and he, town, and he's also a know? radio jockey. In this like, in this mm-hmm. town, that those middle school sports are they mean a lot. The shit, like they really. That is the Super Bowl of West Appleton. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, yes. I think um, it really didn't help that Alex was just so unappealing, like. As a kid, as an act, like, <laughs> yeah. he just, yeah. there was nothing about him that I connected with at all through the entire movie. Like, he... Well, we needed to see a car- we needed to see those, the bowling team, basically, be these down-on-their-luck kids who are really outcast, you know, they're, like, afraid to go to school or whatever, but we don't. We see them being bullies, like right yeah. off the bat, like mm-hmm. the other the, they were the basketball like... team says, you know, like are you going to come see the game? And they're just like, why would we go to this game? Like, why would we have school spirit? And then they, the basketball team, just has to kind of leave because they're being assholes. <laughs> yeah, there's no. You're you're right. They they don't get bullied. There's no moment of like the any of the other kids at the school really being a dick to them, other than things that they've sort of brought on themselves like where like it's not because they're the bowling kids because it seems like yeah they invited them to the the basketball game and everything and everyone would be fine with them coming to that or whatever but it's all that they do is they call them weird that's it that's that's the extent of any sort of bullying that's totally fair 
Yeah, I was going to say. But then, like, but then they, but- they call the other kids weird. So I'm like, so all the kids just call each other weird then? Because they say the word weird so many times in this movie. Like, it's on par with Sweet Lou. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is just weird. I'm like, but the kid, the kids are, they're also like real dicks to Alex's dad, who is telling them about, like, he's like, oh, don't you kids want to go watch the basketball game, like, School Spirit? And they're like, why do we want to watch that? And then when the dad's like, oh, it meant a lot to me when I was a kid, they were like, that's that's boring, dad. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're a weirdo. And, and I was like, these kids suck. Like, yeah. this this dad is one of the rad, nice dads at a DCOM. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. And the kids are awful to him. And then the kids are, you know, like the the bowling cult, you know, they're they're mean to one of their own when he starts like basically experiencing life outside of bowling. Like he goes like they I guess the only place that they're allowed to eat is that weird ice cream hamburger cafe. <laughs> you and know, you know what they remind me of? Um, what's her name? In Never Been Kissed. Is it like Lily Sobieski or something? Yeah, the, the actress. The actress yeah. who plays that mm-hmm. nerdy girl who keeps acting like the popular girls are being mean to her when she's the bully the entire movie. <laughs> like, she's so mean to them and they don't do anything. <laughs> like, Yeah. That's it's these kids, that, though. Lily no. Sobieski also has a lot of stories about her, like, in Hollywood, of that she's not a good person to be around and also steals people's hair. Oh, well, her I character in Never, Never Been Kissed absolutely works to that. But it's <laughs> it's very much that thing of, like, oh, they must be unpopular just because they're nerds. When it's like, no, this this is a really small town. Like, there's not that many kids. They probably don't care. Like, you're you're the bowling kids. Everybody's just left you alone. Like, yeah, exactly. They they have a close group of friends, and they're not bullied. Like, life is fine for them. So, yep. like, why do we care? The only thing I cared about was that maybe their arc would be that you know they are able to get out of this kind of close knit cult like environment that they've created for themselves. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of it, they really don't. No, yeah, they, they, the other, it, it they re-ups just, the... They yeah. all just get upset that Alex is hanging out with Todd and his friends. When it's also like, they absolutely could have gone to that party as well. You know? Like, mm-hmm. like if, oh, yeah, if totally. Alex had been like, uh, I'll come if I can bring my friends, Todd would have been like, yeah, bring them. You know? Right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like sometimes we've watched other movies where it's like the moral is misplaced. Like, oh, well, I not not that I always want to be able to predict where the story's going, but like the obvious moral is this or should be this. And this movie is like just re- this. The at the end of this, it feels like everything is kind of been reinforced. Uh, and yeah. that like the the nat what you might naturally um want in this story is that they learn a, a sophisticated more sophisticated version of this is that they learn to um to have friends outside of their group um and to let let their 
let the people they care about um, explore other avenues of interest and it kind of doesn't happen. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. You're right. Like, there's just no arc. Nobody learns anything. Nobody changes. Like, even Todd, what does he learn? He learns nothing. He learns that his, uh, you know, gotta have a winning mindset is what lets you win. And then they win. Exactly. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. He doesn't really learn that bowling is cool. I don't see Todd continuing to bowl after this necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, but he, I mean, he gives it, like, from the start of the, the movie, like, yeah, bowling is not his sport, but he comes into it, he starts practicing... And he gets better and becomes a valuable member of the team and then helps them win. Like, Yeah, he comes where... in like every day to bowl and they just like rag on him the whole time. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, and then like, uh, God, I'm going to forget his name every single time. <laughs> I just don't care about <laughs> this Alex. character. Alex, It's, thank it's an you. extremely forgettable name. We, yeah. so, we yeah. were a solid hour into the movie, and I was like, what's this kid's name? And then I had to look <laughs> yeah. it up. Because they almost so, never say his name. <laughs> yeah. Mm. At, so Alex's dad says, like, gives a word of encouragement to Todd when he's he's practicing and he gets a little frustrated, and he's like, Oh, you just need to work on your form a little bit, but don't worry, you're a natural. And then uh, Alex is like, Dad, I thought you were on my side. And I'm like, <laughs> you asshole, you're on the same team. Yes, you're it, literally on the same team. <laughs> this is a team sport. Like, And they've already said that Delia can't bowl, so they don't want... She's the sub. Like, they already decided that. So they're like, okay, Todd is going to bowl. So do you want him to be bad? Because that seem they seem to not care. Like they have, that's the that they have no competitive spirit. And it's right. Like, so what do you do it for then? If there's no competition, like it is really yeah, it is really interesting that they can love it so much and meet up every day for hours and hours per week, and it's just like for the love of the game, like yeah. not. Not because we, like, want to get better. We're, we just, we're hanging out. We happen to be bowling. It's uh, like, so yeah. when they get old enough that they could join, like, a bowling league, you're telling me they're not going to bowl against other teams or anything? Like Right, on principle. That, they're just, uh, <laughs> they're just, yeah. they're just, but then, but then they're kind of competitive, like, between each other. Right. Like, well, it doesn't. The logic doesn't have to add up every time. <laughs> You're asking too much. I was just thinking. When this is this a 2000 movie? Yeah. Yeah. Is Brink 98 or 99? It's real early. Uh, I think so. Because think it, it. The more I think about it, the more that's because one of the tensions, one of the several tensions in Brink, is they're like we're soul skaters. So, but we, they do compete, but their whole thing is that they're like they're trying to compete against these much bigger teams that are much more well well funded and have more resources. Well, and that, they that don't one... do it because they get paid. They do it because they love to do it, but they also love to compete. And I wish that that seems like a natural thing for this movie to replicate. Well, I guess oh, I in Brink, want... go in ahead. Brink, it kind of feels like it's that amateur versus going pro sort of argument mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. like you can absolutely be an amateur in a sport and still be very competitive versus mm-hmm. going pro where you're getting paid to do it uh 
I feel like that's what Brink had. This doesn't have that. Like, there there are some pro bowlers, but not very many. And that doesn't seem like that's what... That's not even what the thing is here. Like, no one... They're literally just asking them to compete in a one school versus another school bowling competition when mm. they're on the school bowling team. It's like, <laughs> what does that mean then? If you're on the school bowling team, do you not normally compete against other schools? Like... I don't, yeah, it's well, a club. It's, it's a, a club. club. It's, oh, it's the it's club. Not a, it's not <laughs> yeah. a team. But, I, yeah, I also wanted to touch on that, because, like, you mentioned with Brink, with, like, the, they're the soul skaters, and then there's the other teams that are sponsored, and they're doing it for money and everything. And, yeah, Keen, like you said, if they had done it where, like, they're a bowling club, and they just do it, they don't do any kind of competition, or they don't do any kind of team bowling and then they got to pull them together and make them a team that would be kind of interesting in this it seems like they like bowling but they don't want anyone else to like bowling yeah that's he (laughs) he literally says alex says i like bowling because it isn't the next big thing and i'm like oh so you're just a hipster then like you just want to do something ironically until it actually becomes cool and then you'll have to do something else like yeah like his father's business is failing and he wants <laughs> his father's business to not do well yeah no no one comes to this bowling alley we don't see a single other person that isn't part of this bowling team bowling at this alley and he even says like people don't really come even on league night so i'm like this business is dead and his response when his dad keeps being his dad is literally as soon as it happens like oh great they'll have this event here and maybe that'll bring some more business into the bowling alley and the son's like i think that's actually where this line is that the dad's like maybe bowling will then become like the next big thing and we'll we'll get customers again and that's when he's like i like bowling because it isn't the next big thing and it's like kid this is your father's fucking business like petulant how Well, you yeah. you won't get to bowl if he loses this bowling alley. Like, I think his dad only has the bowling alley still, I guess, or maybe created in the first place specifically for Alex because he's as soon as the business is like going under, he's like, oh, I'm getting my realtor's license. Yeah, like, you're right. right. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm like, I don't even like this because he he bowls a little bit, I guess. But it's not like he was a baseball player. He wasn't a bowler. Oh, I think they do yeah. sort of allude that he was a bowler. And that is where Alex learned it. There was, I feel like there were oh, some very they? brief moments where they kind of suggested that. But c- certainly not enough to actually make a point with it. Um, yeah, whenever he talks about his past, he's talking about being on the baseball team. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, but. and then... Um, I, I did see one telling thing that was al- it was almost like a um like a hostage kind of cry for help from the dad <laughs> when he's when he's talking to Alex because Alex says you know when there's going to be a lot more um, people coming in because of this you know, bowling match and everything he's like yeah you know I just thought you know this is our special place the dad responds well this will always be your special place not our special place. Damn. He's like, I yeah. don't give a shit about this bowling alley. <laughs> I mean, it's very possible that the dad bowls a bit and bought the business. 
I, it's unclear whether he bought the business because his son likes to bowl. It seems more likely that his son developed a liking of bowling because his dad owns a bowling alley. Yeah, and, and perhaps uh, the dad uh, uh, retains the business because it brings Alex so much joy. Yeah. And, uh, yes, but Alex, r- regardless of whatever the reason is, Alex has very little regard for his father and no. like, what he's going through. He's a <laughs> probably threaten him, like, Dad, if you sell the bowling alley, like, I'll kill you. Or, like, I'll kill you and then <laughs> all, myself. Like. All of the kids, every time the dad is nice to Todd, they treat him as if he has, like, crossed enemy lines in, <laughs> yep. in World War II or something. Like, mm-hmm. it's that big of a deal for this dad to be nice to another child. Like... That is on his son's team. You want an adult man to be mean to, like, a 13-year-old when he's done nothing wrong? Like... Yeah. I... Uh, the kids are... The kids are not alright. No, no, they're not. The kids are annoying. And... Um, but... Uh, but And I think that's their main trait. Like, we haven't even talked about Kaylee Cuoco. And I don't... Yeah. I don't really know what to say about her. Uh, she she has, there is nothing beyond the fact that she is friends with Alex, is on the bowling team, and bowls. Yep. I guess I guess that's the other thing. She's not even like a romantic interest, is she? Baffling, a baffling. They they, move. Ne- they never present her as that. She is just like his best friend. When I saw her on the thing, I was like, oh, there's going to be a little love story, like a little thing. Like they've they cast Kaylee Cuoco, who obviously wasn't Kaylee Cuoco at that time, but became Kaylee Cuoco. Like, so that role must be kind of meaty. And I made all these assumptions. But she's just... still like a very pretty girl of the same age who also is really into bowling. Like that is... And like lives directly <laughs> across the street from Alex. Yeah. There's no re- it's like they took it out or something. Like in, in like it's like it was an early draft and they It is just... baffling that she is not a romantic interest. Cause that would be that would make the him going to the parties and that may that would add more stakes to it, I guess. Exactly. Like which apparently they didn't want. They went out of their <laughs> way. <laughs> to be like, they went no. out of their way so that there would be no stakes, no conflict, nothing. Yep, we don't because, we don't need this. Because that because that party, which we need to talk about the party, but um mm-hmm. is is a girl's party. It's Lauren's party. Like she's she's right. the one that's having it. And Todd gets Alex in sort of almost as like a plus one for him. I'm like if if Kaylee Cuoco's character, who I also can't remember what her character's name is at all, um, but oh, I think I wrote it down. Let me check. Elise. Uh, but like, if she Elisa. was a romantic interest, Lisa, really? Elisa. 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 That's right. Yes. Elisa. Okay. Did they say that once in the whole movie? <laughs> I think they might have said it once. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna just call her Kaylee Cuoco. Uh, at if- the very beginning, when he's doing his whole like, they're like. Do infinite oh, guns at each when, other, you know. When he's the doing room, the yeah. the record scratch freeze frames that yep. they were doing. <laughs> exactly. That exactly. come in like very abruptly and very they did not need to be there. They were like consistent at the start of the movie and then they went away for a really long time and then they came back at the very end and it was so jarring. I, yeah. I yeah. completely forgot that they had been doing those and I was like, whoa. <laughs> 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 and the and the moment was 
when the ball is about to hit the 710 split, he does That's a record right. scratch. That's right. Let me tell you how I got here. And I was like, uh, this is yeah, not yeah, the yeah. time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does, like, one randomly when... There, this is, like, probably the biggest overreaction in the film is they get their t-shirts for, mm-hmm. like, their West Appleton bowling team t-shirts for the oh, match. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a freeze frame, and he's like, and that's when everything changed, and he's like, I quit. Because I don't like the t-shirts. Yep, he sure yeah. did. And he just walks out, and I was like, wait, what was... Yeah, I'm I'm sorry that I made you guys watch this film. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We were going to do, it was on my list because I had the same thing, Rob. I was like, I remember that 710 split. I can't wait to watch a bowling movie. Like all this naive, you know, yeah. just pure and naivety. In, instead, we got like, what? It, what is that Scientology film about the woman that got out? With the, the, the Leah Romini one? Or? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd, I, I, I. I feel like it's this is like that, but it's it's just a tragedy because like because <laughs> they don't get out at the end, they yeah. remain in the cult. It's just that the town is just tolerant of it. <laughs> I, this is not the first time I've heard Scientology compared to bowling. <laughs> <laughs> They're both insidious. Yes, everyone thinks bowling just like a hotbed of cult activity. Mm-hmm. Well, at yeah. least in at least in the West Appleton Bowling Club, because I mean it it exhibits cult like uh, themes, I guess. Well, just the fact that like you know you can't have any kind of social activity outside of it. Um, they have mm-hmm. a sp- specific dress code. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. they're limited in the amount of media that they can consume, like the music that they can listen to. And then if anyone tries to get outside of it, they're basically, like, shunned. Yep, you're exactly right. I mean, your your case is rock solid. Airtight, if you will. So it sounds yeah. like what it should really be called is Alley Cult Strike. <laughs> Ooh, brilliant. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to do the Instagram post about comparing Scientology <laughs> to... <laughs> You're right, though. I mean, it really, it's its almost like they looked at the old, uh, the old uh, cult. And the and Alex, is Alex their charismatic leader? He's not very charismatic, but. No. Yeah, I think. Uh, Todd like, would be more likely to, be. to fill that yes. role. Yes. Oh. oh, that's why Alex hates him so much. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's, ru- he's ruining the cult. That's why he yeah. doesn't want anyone else liking bowling, because then they'll realize it's not about the bowling. <laughs> it's all oh, so, about Alex, yeah. So is this there will be blood? Mm, like, perhaps. like he's he's the the preacher or whatever who's you know like wants to control everybody, but then this other guy uh, Daniel Day Lewis comes in and actually gets the whole, I guess, community on his side. Do you mm-hmm. think Paul Thomas Anderson watched this movie and was inspired to write that will be blood? <laughs> I think nothing else makes sense. <laughs> I there don't think there's any. There will, there will be bowling. Isn't that scene in a bowling alley? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it You're is. absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> <The very end. laughs> it is. <laughs> I think. I think uh, we. I think but... we nailed it on the head here. <laughs> we tried We've tried. wide open. It's wide open. Um, Paul Thomas yeah. Anderson's gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh shit, they found out." He's, he, he's, he's gonna says, hire some snipers, and we're he gonna. He says that we're he watched Treasure of the Sierra Madre, but we know it was Alley Cat Strike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's ever seen a Disney original movie in his life. <laughs> no, and God, he's better for it, perhaps. <laughs> but unlike uh, some of us, are not so lucky. <laughs> some of us will never will never be the same. Let's talk about Lauren's party that they go to. Yes. So. <laughs> Rob and I audibly laughed when it came to this, and it was like mid-afternoon in this this one kid's backyard, and there's like twenty kids that all look like they're about twelve, mm-hmm. just standing around. And this mm-hmm. was the like the hot party on the weekend or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Are, what am I watching? This <laughs> and the, that. Poor girl just walking around with a bowl of chips to everyone and looked so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was accurate to what going to a party is like when you're that age because. But everyone, that's not what you want to depict. No, you know? that's, that's you not what you want to see. Little... You want to see a cool party, not a real one where everyone's being awkward and no one knows what to talk about. So you just eat a lot of chips. <laughs> yep. No, you could have had kids playing N sixty four. You could have had a, a movie going. <laughs> but no, they're they're just standing around eating chips, looking uncomfortable. I mean, just the fact that it started in the daytime and then went into night was so confusing. Like, what? So what? It started at like five o'clock and now it's seven because that's how they <laughs> that's how they tracked the passing of time. But I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when Alex is like super uncomfortable because he has no one to talk to, because uh, no one else from the bowling club is there, and even though Todd is trying to get him to socialize, and you know, Todd's be being really nice. Yeah, trying to get him to be a well-adjusted human being, and like, just, like you know, he's introducing him to people. Friends. He's not saying mean things about him, and then Alex keeps responding with like douchey things but also i'm just like honestly when i was that age i I would not have gone to that party in the first place but if i did and i had been there for they clearly make it seem like he has been there for hours and Mm -hmm. is just standing there sad and alone like i would have left i would sure like absolutely especially considering this town seems small enough that he could just walk home like (sighs) yeah like why? Why would you go and why would you stay? I... Yeah, well, he he tries to leave, and then they have who I guess were supposed to be like the the goons of the movie. Just yeah, they're right. Like Todd's best friends, but but neither of them know how to say sentences. It seems like yeah, <laughs> everything they say. That's is why just... they're goons. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's more that they're just terrible actors, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's probably more what it was, but still, like, 
they go over to him, and you think, I guess it's going to be a bullying scene, but they're like, hey, we hear you're good at bowling. And he's like, uh, yeah. And then they're like, are you going to beat East Appleton? And he's like, well, yeah, we're going to try to. And they're like, yeah, you're all right. Like, yeah, that's the whole that's the whole scene of like, oh, his troubling time trying to hang with the cool kids is they're yeah. they're saying nice things and having a normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and welcoming you to socialize with them. Mm-hmm. But you know, what a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's dicks. He's fucking he'd, dicks. He'd rather be bowling with his friends. Uh. Where I'd rather keeps... be bowling. Where were the I'd rather be bowling shirts? That's uh, yeah. the question. <laughs> well, we know Alex gets his clothes from a catalog that he found behind the bowling alley. <laughs> that was that, that was the big the big thing that they had that everyone at school says about him that was like the mean thing was I heard he gets got his clothes from the back of the bowling alley. And I'm like so like but the thing is he kind of he in a way he did and he admits to it but it's also like because he only wears true he only wears bowling shirts like that's what they're saying like did you find they're basically saying did you find a bunch of old bowling shirts and that's what you wear and he's pretty much like yes and no like (laughs) (laughs) yes and it's it's like I wear a bunch of old bowling shirts that I ordered from a catalog, like that I found behind the bowling alley. Yeah, but that's where bowling shirts live. At one point, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I guess the bowling it's... alley sold the shirts or whatever. <laughs> whatever the situation is, uh, it's just God. it's so so weird. Like, I was gonna ask it how uh, that uh, party compared to. Uh, other, I was, I was just trying to think if we've seen other um, decoms with parties in them. Well, Smart oh, House, um, Smart House, Smart House, famously, and that was an has... excellent party. That yes. was a good one. They, that was actually the kind of party you would want to go to if you were like a thirteen-year-old watching that Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. First of all, it's in a robot house. Second of all, yeah. yeah. Instead of throwing stuff away, you just throw it on the floor, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and the house eats it. Yeah. And the house eats it. Third, uh, the uh, the house sent invitations you know electronically or whatever That's right yes yeah god very, i i'm just like cool. scrubbing i'm scrubbing through this movie and it's like every scene looks exactly the same it's yeah, it ridiculous does. every scene well, it's it, it, it's impossible <laughs> to tell the difference like where one scene ends and one begins so we have well, they that. have a second party i was gonna say alley. at the bowling alley they have yes the, i the, see yes they have yeah. the bowling ball mm-hmm. ah the- yes well said the the bowling ball where are there are at least Six people <laughs> at the bowling ball, you know. There, it seems uh, like at it's, least it seems like it's every kid at the school almost. I see like, that now, but it's like in a lot of the shots, there's like we couldn't afford everybody, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> six people uh, to represent um, every every kid at this small yeah school. Which Did we say already that it's called the Mighty Apple? I'm sorry. The the prize Why isn't that it they're called the Big for? Apple. Why isn't it called the Big know. Apple? Maybe that's, that's trademarked. Be trademarked. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah. And, well, yeah. I, I even, you know, they're fighting over. Well, I guess it's because you know the the thing that these two towns have is that they're constantly fighting over the mighty apple, and they won't be able to anymore because the two. I guess are the. Is it just this? 
the schools that are combining or are the two towns combining? I think it's just the oh, schools. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're building so, a new school that's going to replace the two separate schools, it seems. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just that, like, they who was the last one to win the Mighty Apple before they could... Yes, yeah, so, so once they combine yeah. them, then they won't do this anymore. Because um, so. there would presumably will only be, yeah, like yeah, one team. Yeah, yeah. So, so they want the bragging rights of being, like, West Appleton won this for the last time and gets to keep it um for oh and the now. mayor the mayor of west appleton calls the mayor of east appleton just randomly in a scene yes. and was like let's raise the stakes if uh if west appleton wins uh we get some of your excellent apple pies but if you win you get some of our excellent apple cider do we got a deal yeah and then i, I was like why why did we need this it's like 40 <laughs> gallons of apple cider or 40 apple pies and but then later it's revealed that actually what's on the line is naming rights to the new school and i'm like i must have breezed past that because you made a big point about these apple things that you were <laughs> like wagering on pitting children against each other for apples like yep <laughs> um uh, the, the, I was that that reminded me of like the right Twix and left Twix factory. <laughs> it's like it's all the same trees, you guys. It's the same product. I'm, you yeah. guys are crazy. Yeah, we need we need like a Puma versus Adidas uh, for the Apple Town. Like, yeah, exactly. Or, That's exactly or right. Or it's two yep. two brothers competing apple orchards, like. If only there had been two mayors here. That type of scenario. Two. Yeah, yeah a two bro- a, a brother type situation. I don't know. I th- yeah. I just think like you either lean into how goofy that is or you lean away from it and this is trying to have like a little bit of both. Yeah. Well, you you like, had that a bit in like Johnny Tsunami where yeah. there's like that well said. that yeah. it's yeah, it's a very small subplot that the the snowboarding guy is brothers with the skiing guy. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah. yes, that's right. No, that's a really good point. Um, I think something like that is like kind of yeah, just a little bit of a little bit of good. But the the problem is this movie doesn't really know what it is, so you can't yeah. have something like that because that takes a level of like tonal specificity that yeah well i think i feel like they were setting that up at least with the with alex's dad and todd's dad who is the mayor they talk about how they were on a baseball team together and yes one yes he was like i guess uh an outfielder or something and he threw to the first baseman who was alex's dad and he dropped it and they're like that was a bad throw and it was like no you just didn't catch it and Mm -hmm. like they're setting it up like this is going to be this big, they're going to resolve it and put it behind them, but I don't remember them ever actually doing that. They yeah. kind of do. I think they I th- sort of have a conversation that's just like, let's move on. But Do they? Oh. I, I believe I remember that happening, but who knows? Are you sure it's not, movie? Your, <laughs> it's not what happened to me and Lizzie where your brain I may have fill filled in, in the, the blanks, but I'm pretty sure at the end they were like cool with each other again. Though um, they have a little talk after the, you know, 
after the final, you know, there's Tim Meadows and then everybody starts bowling and we're yeah. laughing and we're standing next to each other. And oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something happens. I don't know what. But uh, yeah, I was pretty tuned out. <laughs> by the yeah. End. <laughs> like, oh, good. You guys have your little uniforms and the, 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 we saved the town and the crown and Mr. Krabs by the end. So there is one set up and payoff and that is your mother is helping her father who is in crutches and then the mom and the grandfather in crutches show up at the very end yes yes god damn damn you for bringing that up because i was gonna as my like favorite thing i was gonna bring up the grandpa (laughs) you you know using his crutch yeah yeah fuck you (laughs) (laughs) but good point um (laughs) Yeah, like, that was literally just before she showed up, I was thinking, where is the mom? Because they definitely made it seem like she is alive and around, but we have not seen her. Like, Yep. Pretty funny I, how, how she's there. She, she's alive, but <laughs> we just don't yeah. have the cash to, <laughs> to have her for more than one role. scene. Like, yep. I, I feel like they could have just had her be dead or the two of them are divorced but that would create too much character backstory honestly her yes. being dead <laughs> her being dead would have made a lot more sense because then it would be like okay the dad he's a single father the bowling alley is going under he really wants to keep it for his son who loves bowling but it's just not mm-hmm. working so he's gonna get his realtor's license because it's like okay well but does what does the mom do? Because we don't know. She's alive and well. Perhaps she works. And so that's how they're able to keep the bowling alley going because they don't actually need the income. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's it. Keen, you're, you're onto something. And <laughs> yeah, Alex being a little shit, you know, you can always explain away some like. Yeah, that could be a little bit of a, dead a bit of grieving. Mm-hmm. Or it was mm-hmm. like he bowled a lot with his mom and that's part of why it's his special yeah. thing he doesn't want yeah. other people because then it'll like take it away from that relationship you know yep it's much exactly. like in horse sense horse sense when exactly. he tries to fix the uh tree house that's mm. you took the words out of my mouth there we go you just poach from other movies <laughs> that did it better don't try to do your own thing even if it's a bowling movie you can still like borrow like stuff like that like yeah the mom's dead oh, yeah that's great you can yeah. have you can still have an old man use his crutch to bowl that that can still yeah. be a joke it could just be grandpa you can have your cake we, and eat it too. that could be grandpa yeah we yeah. got grandpa to come mm-hmm. they actively avoided plot it it does seem yeah. that way rob yes they actively Maybe has avoided plot and character it. development yeah 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 so then, it is interesting when we, sorry, just r- real fast, when no, we review ahead. these and we're like pointing out all these things and it's like, it was obvious to us, like, does that imply that they went out of their way to not include this? Because I've said this before, I'm like, we don't presume, even though we've all been through school, we don't, n- none of us here are like saying like, we know this better than than anyone else and we have, you know, we're always right. But I do feel like we come up with a lot of good ideas <laughs> on the show. The, I mean, obviously there's a lot of factors that go into the, how these movies get made and a lot of those steps can ruin the movie as you get along yeah. there. But yeah, it's, it's frustrating when we can sit here and like, you know, first thoughts, 
without even thinking about it really, come up with a storyline that would be much more interesting to watch. It like, is frustrating. It is. It, it does imply that there was like, because that the people who did this was like, okay, no, no, hold it, hold it. Like John Mulaney and that one thing. He's like, no, bring it back. Like withhold a little bit. Like don't, don't, don't lead with that. <laughs> or it was like an hour and 45 minute movie. And then they had to trim like 20 minutes off of it. And, and but in, in the worst, making the worst decision. Yeah. Mean, just, like, like those 20 minutes helped. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that God, they I, would, but <laughs> I suspect. Yeah. I suspect not, but Keen, what were you saying before I, um, I was going to just talk about the East Appleton bowling team. That, mm-hmm. that appear, they're meant to appear like they're really elite. It's a little bit like when the Globo Gym uh, dodgeball team arrives. I thought of dodgeball so many times. Continue. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, yes. But the thing was, they go there and Todd like, recognizes all of the kids on the team. And then he points out that it's like, what was it? It's like two kids from the tennis team, two kids from the soccer team, and the star of the basketball team. And I was just like, I'm sorry, none of those sports have any skills that would transfer to bowling. Not one. Like, no. No. maybe yeah, tennis. Like, we're in so like, much trouble because those are their like top s- Soccer, athletes. you literally don't use your arms. Like... <laughs> But then we see them and they're like pro bowlers. Yeah. Um, it's more because it- who's the, I'm trying to look up, um, Whipsaw McGraw. What? Is- <laughs> I can't. He's like, I've never heard yeah. that before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the East Appletons bring in a professional bowler oh, right. <laughs> to give their people to this is another thing that's like set up like it's going to be a major thing but this guy is in one scene and then i thought you were like naming one of the actors and i was like whipsaw mcgraw (laughs) no whipsaw mcgraw is played by um bill lake who don't don't know him okay yeah no it's i oh yep no nothing I was hoping that this person was going to be an actual, like, professional bowler, and it was, like, a cameo, but no. You're right. No. No. Okay. That, okay. Honestly, that would not be worth it, because kids would not recognize the bowler, like... Well, that I mean, true. this movie isn't for normies, it's just for people in the bowling <laughs> club, so... That's a really good point. You isn't normies. there somebody from... Isn't there someone... From ESPN in uh, motocross. Oh, maybe I don't remember. I think there's like a legit ESPN person in motocross, oh, okay. and it's kind of like a, a nice like throw to to them. But anyway, Rob, please can please continue. Uh, no, nah, I was pretty much done. It was basically <laughs> it was just that uh, they set up like there's a big thing where he like arrives at their bowling alley, the East Appleton bowling alley, in like a trench coat. And they're like, we're so happy that you're here. And then uh, Alex, when he sees him, he's like, that's Whipsaw McGraw. Like, he's coaching them. And then he's just like, okay, kids, you know, work on your fundamentals and you'll do great. And then I guess just leaves. And it's like, wh- why did you get yep. this man in here to 
That's why I figured it had to have been some kind of cameo, but it wasn't. Sure, because it was so brief. No, I huh. think they were just kind of having a, like a character to come in so that when the kids went to see the other team, they would be... Well, I think they were meant to be worried, but that's not how they <laughs> went on for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, like th- even after that, Alex the whole time is just like, I'm not worried. Like, I'm going to bowl. Like, all of the kids are like, it's bowling. You can't get a winning edge. <laughs> and I'm like, of course you fucking can. It's a sport. Every sport <laughs> is a mental game. Like, Yeah, I that does, you know what, the more I think about that, that does feel like a weird, like, dropped thread or like it's like potential to be important and then not just not this actually like a three-hour movie and it was (laughs) like it was brilliant like it was a fucking tearjerker uh (laughs) you know potential award-winning film and then they're like no you got to cut it it's got to be this and then they just nothing worked because all of the good stuff was cut out yeah, it was one of those oh, bowling epics that you hear about. Yeah, this <laughs> was the of Mighty Hollywood. Titans of of bowling. I can mm-hmm. only think of one bowling movie, and I haven't actually seen it, but Kingpin like, is the yeah, only bowling I... movie I've ever heard of. Well, The Big mm. Lebowski, but that's... There you go. But that's, that's, not, more yeah. a, that's not a bowling movie. It's a movie that has bowling. Yes. Like... yes. It's because bowling movies don't really work. It's just not that, it's just... I don't know, I think I could do a pretty fucking good bowling movie, but... (laughs) Well, I hope you get the chance to do that. But that's because I enjoy all of these fringe sports, and I can find the tension in them. Like, that's... They haven't put any tension into any of this because the kids just refuse to accept that they are in a competitive sport. Like... (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure sure the dodgeball people were like, you can't make a dodgeball movie. Yeah, exactly. And they said, yeah, yes, we can. So I'm being narrow-minded, and I regret that, and I'm sorry. It's just like, I could make a fucking kick-ass curling movie. Like, <laughs> I would watch that. I love curling. It's so, yeah. so good. <laughs> no, curling is it's fantastic. <laughs> well, where's the damn curling decom that the people want to see lizzie i think we need to write it pitch disney get that sweet cash money (laughs) get that sweet disney (laughs) disney money that tv movie money will get a whole (laughs) 1500 bucks yeah something more more than more than the government's gonna give you (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think we better uh go to the actual competition Oh, sure. So, uh, good point. We've touched a lot on what happens, but basically, the rules are that each team has four players and then one sub. And mm-hmm. if someone subs in, then they have to play like the rest of the frames. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, is baseball rules. <laughs> like, um, I, I don't know enough about bowling to, to know if this is. If what happens in that competition is regular bowling competition, or that doesn't—it uh, seems know, unlikely or... that this is how it would work unless you were like injured or something. But um, it also seemed confusing to me, and this I really don't know whether this is how bowling tournaments actually work. But it seemed like each player like 
did one frame and then the next player did one. It wasn't like they did their game and then, although I suppose this makes sense, probably a lot faster to do it this way, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think, I mean, it's also just the editor is like, you know, I'm not a professional bowler. I'm just going to make this look good for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a normie, in fact, and I'm going to cut this for normies, <laughs> yeah. sadly. Not everyone is a bowling otaku. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Emily, please, you were doing great. Continue. Uh... So, so yeah, so they they each roll a frame, and then the next player does, so that then it gets down to... Uh, they get down to Alex's last go where he needs to do he needs to get three strikes to like keep them in contention mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which he does mm-hmm. and then it all comes down to Todd who so the other team got a strike and then they say that puts them nine pins ahead so th- the uh, the West Appleton bowling team have to get a spare or better it was which was confusing to me because i'm like wouldn't a nine tie like and then wouldn't you do like a tiebreaker or something like i don't know i'm not, I'm not going to lie i don't know enough yeah about I don't. This. i'm sorry I, I don't either but that was my thinking when they said that they're nine pins ahead i was like so so if they got one pin down then it would tie like when that because it goes into a seven ten split. Uh, yeah, I I understand. Yes, the what you're saying. I think I don't know if it has to do with like the kind of you know I'm fucking bad at cards too, and it, yeah. sometimes it's like, uh, well, this shouldn't this be more than this other hand, and it's like no because of the cards in the hand or something, this, or this the is... colors of the cards or something. I don't know. <laughs> this is true, actually. It makes me think of, in an earlier scene, they explain the, how the scoring works to Todd, and they're like, uh-huh. it's this and this and then this and this and this, like, don't you understand? And he's like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I don't get it either, that made no sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it's meant to be, like, you know, Alex is like, what are you, an idiot? You can't get this? But then it, they <laughs> they make him say it in the most complicated way so that the audience isn't supposed to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm only now just understanding how the rules work. I think it's that if you get a strike, then you're allowed to roll... You're allowed to do three... In, like, one turn, you're allowed to do three rolls if all of them are strikes. Yeah, isn't that what a, a turkey is? It's three strikes yeah. in a single. So, yes. so I guess if there's ten... If you get ten turns... And you get strikes for everything, then you would get three strikes each turn, which is how you get 300. Okay, I, I think I understand it now. Alex did a terrible job of explaining how that works. But... Sure. Classic Alex. Yes. Like, what, uh, what he's a, a terrible person. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> I like, I, yeah, okay, okay. Um, so, so anyway, Todd rolls, he gets a uh, 710 split. Which, for those that don't know, is when there's one pin on either side, and they're the mm-hmm. only two pins left. If if anyone's seen this movie even one time, 
they'll when you say te- seven ten split, they're like. I can. They I have think like most people know know what that means yeah. because any anything that vaguely mentions bowling usually talks about a seven ten split. Like that is true. That's a good point. What's well, the um, only scene in the entire film that has any kind of tension or yeah. any kind of stakes is just this one? Because like at least then we know. Okay, this is the actual final match of who gets the mighty apple, and it's coming down to the seven ten split. So like. Mm-hmm. That's why this was the only thing that I remembered about this movie. And then what actually gets them the 7-10 split, which I'll let you get to. Well, it has the tension, but then the way that it happens isn't satisfying. Because at no point in the movie up to this up to this moment did we get any suggestion that Delia would have a way to do the 7-10 split. But they sub her in and... Because she's like the sciencey geek and does the maths on it, I guess. And so yeah, she's like, what is what's not clicking? What what is not clicking, Keen? What what is about this is uh, unsatisfying to you? Because does she ever say like? I know. I'm I, sorry. I'm trying to be. Sorry. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. I was like, no one's laughing, <laughs> but I completely agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Does she ever like, say? Damn, like- like, <laughs> Rob was like, she's taking her to task. <laughs> Lizzie's going full Alex. Yeah, this is this is the end of Lizzie and my friendship. I'm done yeah. with these attacks. This is it. Like <laughs> this movie pushed us over the fucking edge. Um, cat strikes ruins lives. <laughs> but it's like I remember a scene where they were like practicing seven ten splits, but I do not remember if she said anything about like I. I have a system that I think would work or I have a way that I think would work. I'm like, we needed a build up where it was like she she the whole movie sort of is going on about how she can do a seven tenth split based on her sciency knowledge. And then it would have been really satisfying. But this was just like, what the fuck is happening? She's spinning the ball down <laughs> which makes no right. sense from any <laughs> any science perspective. Like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like the science perspective would be you know the exact angle that you have to hit that other pin so that it will go so you figure out a way to get it to hit exactly which I guess is what she's doing with her weird spins but it just doesn't seem likely <laughs> well she licks her finger and she sticks it in the air like she's trying to gauge the wind yes. even though they're fucking indoors <laughs> she is trying to gauge the wind cause what if there you got you're being you're being closed off? I can hear it in your voices. Like you're not even you're not even trying. We need to have an open mind about this. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll play Lizzie's advocate here. <laughs> okay. Because at the beginning there is that um, one of the one of Todd's friends I guess challenges them like you know like yeah you're great at bowling but I'd like to see you on the court and Delia is like I'd play you in a game of horse because it's I can calculate the exact force I need to put onto the ball to get it in the basket every time or whatever and she uh-huh. points out this huge equation or something and I'm like how are we ever I- meant to know that that applies to the bowling ball <laughs> It, it, well, it, it doesn't. No, because... it's, it's a totally separate equation. Yeah, because hers thing is like, okay, yeah, if I put this much force and it has this much arc and it hits the backboard, then it'll go in, which I feel like 
yeah, there's probably some physics there that would apply to that. But what she does with holding the ball steady right at the line and then just spinning it and around and it then I guess pushing it a little bit so that it just gets mm-hmm. its start tiny, down the lane. Tiny, tiny what, bit. What she mm-hmm. does literally has no control. Like you You would... guys suck. <laughs> you guys suck. I hate that. Take it all the magic. This was a formative scene in my childhood. And uh, I don't like the way you guys, your attitudes. I mean, it's the only I'm part of the saying. movie that Rob remembered, so it was clearly yeah, big exactly. to him, too. Like, I truly believed that I could do that, and I'm sure I did attempt. Uh, oh, I think I absolutely slow. did as well. Yes, at someone's, someone's, you know, 11th birthday party or eighth or whatever. Just, yep, yeah, give it a spin, see what happens at the no, end I'm- of the lane when it gets there in 10 minutes. Yeah, no, I think I did it, and I think the ball ended up just stopping in the middle of the lane, and it was a big to-do, because they had to get the lane attendant down there to go get the ball. Yeah, you're a huge asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's probably right. (laughs) Oh, I wonder if that happened a whole bunch, and they're just like, these fucking kids. (laughs) Every single person at a bowling alley was like, damn you! I definitely yeah, right. when I when I was a kid and we would play with like the bumpers up. Um, I would. Oh, def- that's the best kind of playing. You yeah. definitely would always have. You'd have the one pin in the corner and you'd just roll it slowly down along the bumper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to try to get. Yep. Yeah. There's a strategery to uh, all different kinds of bowling. I mean, even if she had done it like the Tom Haverford, like between the legs, slow roll, that would have made more <laughs> sense to me than this weird spinning ball trick. <laughs> well, she's a scientist and you're a podcaster, so. She's a child. She's not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you guys feel good about yourselves. <laughs> I tore that apart. It deserved to be tear- torn apart. Mm-hmm. To, tor- to be torn this asunder. This movie was atrocious. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Rob, like, privately, when, Emily, when you were, like, closing the window, Rob, I thought it was at least privately to me, was, like, apologizing. <laughs> like, like, Rob, it's... This is this is not the worst one we've seen. So you are no. good. <laughs> I don't shocking. know what the worst. What is the worst one we've seen? Ugh, I I just blocked them out of my mind, honestly. So I is can't... this the worst one we've seen? I'm afraid it is. <laughs> I'm afraid. No, I, I think it. I think Quince was worse. Um, okay. What other ones were there? We haven't watched Can- a lot can of, like, of worms. Really was pretty ones. bad. Can of worms, yeah. Uh, that was then. That was another one of my. That was another one of Rob's. <laughs> yeah, Rob, buddy. <laughs> Do we need to have a talk? <laughs> I'm trying to think of which one I can recommend next that I think that I remember so well and enjoyed that I really have seen like one minute of. Yeah, and then my brain filled in the rest with like a movie that I enjoyed. <laughs> well, here's the deal: you probably did enjoy this. When you were little. Yeah. I think both of us have seen this thing in its entirety, and we thought it was cool. Like, I loved bowling alleys when I was eight. Yeah. I thought bowling alleys were cool, so I easily could I don't have think been I really... I would know anyone I loved the, who didn't go the to neon a bowling, bowling pins. 
Yeah, yeah. And you wear sunglasses and you, uh, <laughs> whatever else they did, you know, have a good time. So, Rob, you're being hard on yourself and I don't want you to be. Well, if if that's true and I did enjoy this as a child, that makes me nervous because I feel like then am I, like, susceptible to, like, that kind of cult? Uh, I mean, like... unfortunately, we all are because oh, you're not that's... expecting it. That's, that's, that's how I get you. They do, you don't expect to be initiated into a cult when you go to a bowling alley. No. But, yeah, you're vulnerable and that's they prey on that. Or while you're but... watching a decom. About oh bowling. yeah! Oh my God! Even exactly. I'm sorry. That's what I should have said. It's it's really the, it's not the bowling itself. It's the decom about bowling that's actually treacherous. <laughs> yeah. Once you go to yeah. decom, you don't go back. <laughs> I also like not to bring this back or anything because we absolutely do not need to. But there, <laughs> there was a fourth friend in that group. I that know we, we haven't talked about. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't said one word. Yep. Yes. Please continue. Because he has no bearing in this in the story. Like you could nice, yeah. you could his, cut uh... him and he would not matter. Like Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? What's his raison d'etre? I think his name is Ken. Oh, I th I Ken. think I think you're right. Yes. I think it is Ken. Um he had something about his dad wanted him to be a big sports star, and he doesn't like any other sport but bowling, so that's what he does. But then that was why he got pissy that the other kids wanted to bowl, because he's like, this is my thing. Like, I can't do the other sports. You can. This is just for me. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Yeah. He seemed like he had some anger issues. Oh, he yeah. hated everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all, all the they all really, did. Yeah, yeah, just a real, as uh, Rob said, a bunch of misfit, misanthropic bowling <laughs> kids. I don't know how you, what else? Oof. Well, Oof. I think the only question is, do we want this D? No. It's going to be a hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> I will never watch this movie again in my lifetime, that is for sure. <laughs> in my, as long as I <laughs> breathe air, I will never um, subject myself. I guess, uh, Lizzie, it sounds like yours was taken earlier, but do you have a, uh, how, Let, how much me, do you want this D? Give me a second to try to come up with a... I've, I've got one, I got one. Um, yeah, go for it. I wanted as much as Todd kept sitting on the ball return machine. Like every That's the coolest place to sit in the bowling alley. Every scene, he is sitting there on the balls in front of the like shoot where the ball comes out. There's one time where one hits him in the back, and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" I'm like, "Why are you sitting there? It's so unnecessary." Just like this movie, boom, <laughs> boom. boom, nailed him. Okay, <laughs> Rob, next. You got one. Um, I guess I want this D as much as I want sweet Lou to narrate my life. <laughs> so, not Is at it, all? Wait, so or... yes or no? Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> so am I. I'm just... <laughs> I, I just um, can't get over sweet Lou. I know, I can tell you're, uh, not hung up, but you're no, just... No, 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 you're right, I am hung up. I'm hung up <laughs> <No>. on sweet Lou. <laughs> 
Uh, it's so funny to me that on the Wikipedia page, mi- uh, Mrs. Thompson and Grandpa are second to last credited. And they, be- they show up for 30 she- seconds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God. Um, considering she's the main character's mother. That is that is a baffling move. And she's not dead. You know, it's yep. not like she appears in flashbacks. Yep. She's very much alive. Um I can't think of, I mean, there are some things from the movie, but again, it's just like so monotonous to me. What I will tell you is that on the Wikipedia page, this is fascinating to me. In 20, this is a, this is a trivia piece of trivia. In 2014, the Alley Cat Strikes English Wikipedia article gained attention for having the longest film plot summary on the English language version of the site. Wow. What is there to summarize? Yeah. Well, um, a, that a is a really movie good movie with no plot had the longest summary on the site. So you can go to, it is no longer that long. Well, what you can do is you can go to the referenced article, which is a Slate article. And it's about how, for some reason, the Alley Cat Strike, it clocked in at like 5,000 words or something. Ridiculous. Whoa. Um, and did um, they do like every single p- individual thing that happened? Like, and yes, apparent. So the the movie's um, creator, um, the movie's writer, has bought the domain alleycatstrike.com and the original Wikipedia summary is now forever immortalized on alleycatstrike.com. I'm not kidding about any of this nothing about this movie should be immortalized (laughs) well well you're you're gonna be disappointed when you see (laughs) alleycatstrike.com um oh so i think that is just fascinating are you seeing what i'm seeing i oh my god this is so long (laughs) it is alleycatstrike.com just just navigate to that Make sure you put an S on cats. Um, yes. Yeah, cats s- strike. It's a. Oh yeah, this was. It was and the website is. Words long. It's just. It's just the Wikipedia summary. Wow! Yeah! Wow! That goes on forever. Yeah. Oh my god! It is funny that something with nothing to summarize, but if it, when it's just like weird like like monotonous shit you can you can really break it down into its component parts if you really want to my god you can uh, post a comment on this website mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i don't see any comments but uh weird <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of sad oh all right i'm glad i'm glad you guys saw that and i'm sorry that you know that now but well, listeners, if you want to post a comment, you can go to alleycatsstrike.com. That's cats plural. <laughs> that's it's that's honestly so much more interesting than the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I 100% agreed. All right. I think we better wrap this one up before yeah, we go crazy. Yeah. I, <laughs> been, even this episode's been a little bit longer than uh, the average episode. Um Thanks, Rob, for coming back once again. Um, it is always a pleasure. Oh yeah, this is. Thank you so much for having me. And again, I, 
I can my sincerest apologies for <laughs> making you guys watch this. Watch we'll this. definitely have you on again. To we were probably going to watch it anyway, so don't feel yes, too bad. I, yes, it was on the list. Um, you, well, then I'm sorry that I rewatched it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's something you can be you can really be proud of. <laughs> uh, you can. Uh, find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Lizzie kills it with the Instagram, so we highly recommend you follow those. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> rate and review us wherever you are currently listening to this podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, you can email us at talkingaboutthed at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or requests. Uh, or send yep. any of those through any of our social media. We would love to hear from you. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for your patronage. Yes. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for listening. Uh, that'll do it. Goodbye. Yep. Bye.